0: Welcome to the Comic Web's Old Time Radio Podcast. Each week we feature an episode from the golden years of radio. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs, comic books, and more. Check us out at comicweb.com. We're doing things a little differently this week because we're still on vacation. The Comic Web offers another podcast of just Superman episodes. We are presenting the very first two episodes of Superman here. If you like it, go to our site or wherever you get podcasts and please subscribe to it thanks and hopefully we should be back to our regular podcast format next week hope you have a great week
1: boys and girls your attention please presenting a new exciting radio program featuring the thrilling adventures of an amazing and incredible personality faster than an airplane more powerful than a locomotive impervious to bullets up in the sky look it's a bird it's a plane It's superman now, Superman, a being no larger than an ordinary man, but possessed of powers and abilities never before realized on Earth. Able to leap into the air an eighth of a mile at a single bound, hurdle a 20-story building with ease, race a high-powered bullet to its target, lift tremendous weights and rend solid steel in his bare hands as though it were paper. Superman, a strange visitor from a distant planet, champion of the oppressed, physical marvel extraordinary, who has sworn to devote his existence on Earth to helping those in need. As our story begins, we ask you to come with us on a far journey, a journey that takes us millions of miles from the Earth, where the planet Krypton burns like a green star in the endless heavens. Here, civilization is far advanced. It has brought forth a race of supermen, men and women like ourselves, but advanced to the absolute peak of human perfection. As we near Krypton, we see high walls and gleaming turrets. We approach the magnificent Temple of Wisdom. And there, in a great hall, Jor-El, Krypton's foremost man of science, is about to address a meeting of the planet's governing council.
2: Attention! Attention, gentlemen! Jor-El
3: speaks. Members of the council, I have completed my solar calculations... And much as I dread uttering these words, I have come to the conclusion Krypton is doomed.
2: Did I hear him right?
3: Gentlemen! Gentlemen! Gentlemen, hear him out! These internal quakes we've been experiencing, these volcanic eruptions, tidal waves, gas escaping from giant craters, all point to only one thing, gentlemen. Krypton
2: is utterly... And finally, doomed. One moment, gentlemen. One moment. There is no cause for anxiety. I am certain jor has made a mistake. True, we have had a few minor quakes and eruptions, but nothing very serious. There must be some error in your calculations, jor No, no, there is no error, Rosanne.
3: I only wish there were. The sun is gradually drawing Krypton closer to it. Within a month, possibly only a week, the gravitational pull will be so tremendous that Krypton will not be able to weather the strain, And then, then our planet will explode like a giant bubble,
2: destroying every living thing on it. <laughs> <What Gentlemen, nonsense. laughs> assuming for the moment, Joel, that what you say is true, how are we to avoid it? What can we do to stop it? There is
3: only one way. As you all know, I have been working on a spaceship designed for interplanetary travel. With time and united effort, we might transport the entire population of Krypton to another world. Impossible. Where would we go? To the Earth. My studies tell me the atmosphere of the Earth is very nearly the same as our
2: own. You have been working too hard, Jonah. You need a rest. Believe me, we have the utmost respect for your knowledge and integrity. But this is carrying it too far. Planets as large as Krypton do not explode, jor Wait! Do you hear that, gentlemen? It's the forewarning of doom! Every moment
3: is precious now! Plants like that are sounding the death knell of Krypton! It will happen, gentlemen, and happen soon! When the last great eruption
2: comes... When it comes, jor It shall find all of us ready. If Krypton is to die, we shall die with it. The parting would be much too severe.
3: (laughs) Very well. (laughs) Laugh of you like, Roseanne, and you members of the council. I have no time to laugh. My wife, Lara, and my infant son are dear to me. It is not my wish to stand by and see them destroyed. Laugh, all of you. But a time will come. And that time is perhaps very close at hand when you will wish you had heeded the words of jor Now you think me a fool, but remember what I have said, gentlemen, when Krypton is shattered into a thousand million stars, when the glorious civilization we have built is no more, when you and your families are swept from the face of Krypton
2: like dust! <laughs> Order, gentlemen! Order! Jor-El speak. Is it your wish that we devote time and money to the building of spaceships for the transportation of Krypton's population to another planet? No! 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 no, no. I'm sorry, jor The Council has spoken. Yes,
3: and signed the death warrants of every living thing on Krypton. Well, I've done my best to convince you. Now, all that remains for me is to proceed with my own means of salvation, my own spaceship. To save the lives of those near and dear to me. As for the rest of you, may the gods have mercy on your
2: souls.
3: Ah, uh, Lara, I didn't see you.
4: I came out to take the air on the terrace. It's been terribly hot all day. Is that because we're being drawn to the sun, Garel? Yes. What did the council have to say about that?
3: I, I didn't mention it.
4: Is the model of your spaceship almost finished?
3: Yes, yes, I just drove the last rivet. How does it look?
4: Splendid. But will it work?
3: Ah, that remains to be seen. If it does work, I shall immediately begin construction of another just like it, only much larger. One big enough to carry all three of us to another world.
4: Jorel, when will that be? Every moment that we spend waiting and wondering... Yes,
3: I know, I know, Lara. It's been hard on all of us, and particularly hard on you. How is the boy?
4: Sleeping, Jorel. That quake this afternoon frightened him. But he's all right now. Can't you come in and look at him? You scarcely see him these days, what with working all hours on the spaceship model.
3: It can't be helped, dear. I'm racing against time. Right now, I'm anxious to know whether the model will behave as I hope.
4: How does it operate?
3: Very simply. When all is ready, I throw this switch. That closes the circuit, and electric energy builds up pressure in the atomic generators. Then, at the final moment, the pressure forces the ship from its carrier and speeds it on its way. But where does it go? Wherever it's pointed. This one I'm directing to the planet Earth. Earth?
4: What is that, Jerome?
3: A planet smaller than our own, situated on the other side of the sun. It's inhabited by a race of people similar to ourselves.
4: Like ourselves?
3: Well, only partly, of course, my dear. They're about the same size, but nowhere nearly as developed. Very weak and helpless and and with all their faculties, extremely limited. How do you mean? something like this. You know how far you step when you want to go somewhere?
4: Practically as far as I want. Why, one step takes me to Brata's house near the fountain.
3: Exactly. Well, down where I'm sending this spaceship, it's quite different. An Earth man steps only three feet at a time at most. And everything else is in proportion.
4: And that's where we're going? Oh, how dreadful.
3: My dear, which would you rather do? Go to Earth and live, or stay on Krypton and die?
4: I'll do anything you say, Jerelle, anything... It doesn't matter to me whether we live or die as long as we're together. It's only the boy I worry about.
3: Yes, I know. Oh, Lara, darling, don't worry. He'll be saved.
4: When are you testing the spaceship model?
3: In the morning. Just as dawn breaks, I'll send it on its way, watching its flight through a high-powered telescope to see whether it lands safely on Earth.
4: Is Earth the only planet place we can go to, jor
3: We couldn't breathe on any other planet but the Earth. It happens to have an atmosphere similar to Krypton's.
4: I suppose you know best, jor are you coming in? It, it seems to have gotten oppressively hot.
3: Yes, it, it has. I wonder. Lara, do you hear that?
4: Yes, Jerelle. What is it?
3: Subterranean explosions. Do you feel the ground trembling?
4: Yes, I do. Jerelle, do you think? Lara.
3: Lara, I'm afraid it's come. Where is the boy, Kalal? What do you mean? Get him quickly. This is the end. Jerelle, what can we do? Nothing, nothing. I'm not ready. Oh, what a fool I've been to delay. It isn't your fault, Jarrell.
4: You did all you could.
3: If only this model were large enough, we could take a chance. Jarrell, would it carry one of us safely to Earth? Oh, I think so, but. Lara, where are you going? Stay here with me. I'm getting
4: Kalel. If
3: one of us can be saved, Jarrell, it should be the boy. No, no, Lara, come back. If one must go, it should be you. Lara, I said, come back, come back.
4: Here he is, Jarrell, still asleep. Goodbye, Kalel.
3: Please, Lala.
4: No, Jarel, listen to me. We both stay here. Kalel goes in the spaceship. If there is a chance, Jarel, one little chance, I want it for my son. Maybe you're right, Lala. Jurel, look, the sky, it's fiery red. The mountains, look, the mountains are falling in. Jurel, what's happening? The end of Krypton, Lala. Just
3: as I foretold. This is the last great quake. Jurel! Listen! Explosions! Here, quick, quick, give me the boy. Hello. Hello.
4: What are you doing, Jarel? Opening the door, putting him inside. Jarell! The house, it's swaying! It's breaking apart! Look, Jarrell!
3: There. There, he's safe inside. Now for the switch. Stand back, Lala. Oh, Jorel, will he reach the earth? Only the gods know. But there's a chance. The only chance. Stand back now, Lala, I'm going to throw the switch.
4: Jerell! It's getting dark. I can't see. What happened?
3: Fire, smoke from the center of the planet. Not much time now. Hold me, Jurel. Has the spaceship gone? No, no, not yet. Waiting for pressure. We may have been too late. If it doesn't work up soon, wait. Lara, it's off. It's on its way. Jurel, where are you? Here, here, beside you, Lara. Listen, can you hear me? Our boy, Kal-El, our son, Lara, he's on his way, on his way
1: to Earth.
2: Kal-El! Kal-El!
1: So the tiny rocket ship roars into the uncharted heavens as the mighty planet of Krypton explodes into millions of glowing fragments, glittering stars to remain forever in the night sky. Jor-El and Lara, devoted parents of the tiny boy, perish in the giant quake that destroys Krypton. But what of the rocket ship? Does it reach the Earth? Does it find its mark in all the far-flung darkness of space? Remember, don't miss the next installment of Superman. Up in the sky! Look! It's a giant bird! It's a Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. Presenting Superman. Up in the sky. Look, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. And now, Superman, eighth wonder of the modern world. Visitor from a distant planet whose strength knows no limits. Whose endurance is beyond anything humanity has ever known. We have seen how the child of Jor-el and Lara was placed in the rocket ship and sent on his way to Earth. During the long journey of the rocket ship to the Earth, the child has become a man. The rocket landed in a desert. Superman stepped forth, full-grown, to explore this strange new world in which he found himself. Today, as our story continues, we find him hovering with his curious power above a quiet highway in Indiana. A trolley car is just pulling up the hill. And as Superman wheels and turns in curious flight, unseen below, a man and a boy come out of the shed that serves as waiting room.
0: Morning, Professor. Good morning. Going into town? Yes, that's right, John. Taking Jimmy to the fair. That is a great show, all right. Well,
5: I reckon you're my only passengers. Uh, make yourselves at home. I'm going to get me a drink of water.
0: All right. My dad... We've got the trolley all to ourselves. Yeah, a regular private car. Where'd the motorman go? And just over to the spring for a drink. It's a mighty hot day. you better hurry or we'll be late. <laughs> we can't start without the motorman. But we are starting. Look, Dad. The doors have closed. We're moving. Yes, what happened? Dad, I want to get out. The brakes. Something happened to the brakes. Let's get out, quick. Open the doors. Uh, they're jammed. They're tight shut. Dad,
2: we're going faster and faster. We're going downhill. Dad, what are we going to do? Jimmy, come here. The window, out the window, Dad. Get it open, smash it. Oh, wait! Jump, Dad, jump! No, no,
0: no! It's too late. Going too fast. We've got to, Dad. Look, there ahead, there's a tree. Jimmy, a
2: tree, a tree's falling right in the tracks. Look, look, there in the sky, it's a man. Why he's flying? It can't be. It's not possible. Dad, he's coming straight at us. He's swooping down. He's tearing off the roof. Dad! Wait, grab hold of me. No, put
0: me down. Let me go. Stop it. One under each arm. Out through the top. Hold on. We're going to crash. Well, we just got out of that in time. The trolley car's a wreck. Smashed into a million pieces. Where are you going? What are you doing to us? Uh, what's happening? Put us down. Don't be frightened. You're all right. I had to get you out of there in a hurry. Pulling off that roof was the only way. Now we're going down again. Down. Down. There you are. Safe and sound in the field. Well, I... I don't know what to say. Quite all right, Professor. Getting you and the boy out of that car was nothing. I can't believe it. Who are you, anyway?
2: Where do you come from?
0: I have no name. I come from a world that no longer exists. Here in this world of yours, men would call me a Superman. It's a dream. A wild, impossible dream. But,
2: Dad, it happened. We saw it. He flew down, took us under his arms. And out of the
0: car, that's all. Nothing so strange about that. And you saved our lives, Jimmy's and mine. I don't understand even now, but I'm grateful. Are you, Professor? Well, do you doubt it? Would you do something to prove it? Would we? Anything at all? Then make me a promise. Promise that you'll say nothing at all about what's happened. What? Don't you want people to know? Not just yet. I want no one to know, except those I help. Will you promise? Well, if you wish. I do, believe me. Then you have our word. Is that all? No. You've given me your promise. Now I want your advice. You want advice from us? You know this world. I'm a stranger. You know the people in it. And I have still to find them out. You want to meet men, is that it? Not meet them, Professor. Observe them. Study them. See them at their best and their worst. Know which to help and when help is needed. If you can tell me that. Dad, can we help him? Well, I think so, Jimmy. If that's what he wants. It would mean a great deal to me. Well, my friend, uh, if we can call you that... I hope we can. My first friends on this earth. To mingle with people, to see men at the highest and the lowest, if that's what you want. Uh, now, let me think. Uh, now how about a newspaper, a great metropolitan daily? A newspaper? Well, yes, join their staff. Be a reporter. Oh, but you can't do it in those clothes. Not that blue costume with the cloak and shield on your breast. Gee, you couldn't. Now, Jimmy, these are the cloak and the shield of Superman. If I become as other men, I shall dress as other men. Well, you'll have to assume some kind of a name. Uh, What do they call you? I have no name. Well, how about Clark Kent? That sounds all right. Yes, why not? It's usual enough. Won't attract attention. Clark Kent. Clark Kent. Yes. And about joining a newspaper. That should give me an opportunity to learn the troubles of men, to know whom to help and when help is needed. I'll do it. Many thanks to both of you for your advice. Well, no thanks are necessary. If there were only something more... Just this. Remember your promise. Never to reveal my identity. And now, goodbye. I've stayed too long, and I'm off. Goodbye.
2: Goodbye. Goodbye.
0: They're right. Superman must become a reporter. A reporter by the name of Clark Kent. Clark Kent. I'll do it. City road.
5: White. Listen, Chief. you better get somebody in that railroad story right away. Anything break?
3: Looks bad. I don't know where your dope came from, but it sure was right.
5: Well, where are you now?
2: In the yards, out of town. If I were you, I'd have somebody watch the man they call the wolf. The wolf? That's what I do, Chief. Watch him. Trail him. Follow
5: him every minute. He's at the bottom of this as sure as you're born. Now, hey, I got to meet meeting. Someone's coming. oh Young man still waiting. What, young man? Oh, the one who wants a job? Well, let him wait. Who have we got that's free? The
4: can's on the coast. Grayson's down in Virginia. Most of the day, men are full
5: up. I knew it. Confound, it's always the way. Something breaks and nobody to handle it. What
4: is it, Mr. White?
5: Railroads. Sabotage. I didn't believe it, but there may be something in it after all. If there is... Yes, sir. If there is, Miss Smith, it'll be the biggest story since Lindbergh. And me short-handed. Oh, what's the use?
4: Yes, sir. Uh, about that man. Oh,
5: send him in. Send him in.
4: Yes, sir. In Mr. Kent.
0: Mr. White
5: will see you now. But... You want to see me? Close that door.
0: Yes, sir. My name is Kent. Clark Kent. What can I do for you, Mr. Kent? Well, Mr. White, you can give me work, I hope. Work? On the paper? Yes, sir. I'd like to be a reporter. Oh,
5: you'd like to be a reporter. What papers have you worked on?
0: Well, none, sir, but... No, I'd you hope... haven't.
5: But you think you'd be a whiz. I... <laughs> well, I'm afraid I can't use you, Kent.
0: You mean you haven't any openings? Not
5: for Greenhorns. I'm sorry if I'm blunt.
0: But, Mr. White, even if I am a greenhorn, suppose I brought you a good story.
5: And where would you get it? I'm afraid you'll have to excuse me,
0: Mr. Kent. A really good story? Such as? Such as the complete inside on the man called the wolf on the Western Railroads? Uh, uh, What's that? You heard me. Do you want that story? Do I want it? Well, I should say I do.
5: But look here. I think
0: I could get it for you, Mr. White. What do you know about the wolf? A little bit. Where did you ever hear his name? In connection with railroads, Mr. White. Oh,
5: stop beating around the bush. I only heard the beginning of that myself yesterday morning. Not the paper in the country's carried a line, and yet...
0: And yet I come in here and talk about it. I think I could do something with it, Mr. White. Now, look here,
5: Kent. Mysterious secret messages have threatened to tie up every railroad in the country, beginning with the western. For a while, the road paid no attention, and then the cracked flyer on the PR went off a bridge. Yes, I read about that. And yeah, naturally. But you didn't read about the warnings because they weren't printed.
0: Weren't printed? No,
5: and they won't be. Not until we've checked all the angles. And then this man, the wolf...
0: Oh, yes, yes, the wolf.
5: Now, where do you come in? How did you get to know the wolf? Excuse me. Say your own, White.
0: My friend. Tomorrow
3: night, the Silver Clipper leaves Denver for the West. It will not arrive
0: in Salt Lake City. Hey, what's that? Who's this? I have been called the Wolf. Goodbye.
5: Hey, come back here! Come back here! Wait, wait. Yes, Mr.
0: White. Where did that call come from?
4: I'm sorry,
0: sir. The party has been disconnected. Ah, uh, nuts. I beg your pardon, sir. But if that call did come from the Wolf, I should be inclined to believe it. Huh? How do you know who that was? If I were you, I'd warn the officials in charge of the silver clipper. Uh, Look
5: here. You couldn't hear that phone. What is this? How do you know who called me?
0: As I was saying, Mr. White, suppose I brought you a good story. The story of the silver clipper and the wolf.
5: I take chances, Kent. I'm going to take a chance on you.
0: Thank you, Mr. White. It's 2,000
5: miles. You'll have to hop a plane.
0: I'll get there, Mr. White, in spite of the weather. Lord, I I hadn't
5: noticed the weather. Well, get to the airport anyway.
2: You rang, Mr. White?
5: Miss Smith, this is Clark Kent temporarily attached to our staff. You'll note I said, temporarily. Yes, sir. Kent leaves for the west for the first plane. Get him tickets and the $200 advance.
4: Mr. White, all planes are grounded. That's
5: all right, sir. I'll get there. Uh, Take him outside. Show him what he needs to know. Mr. White, I'd like to thank you. Oh, let it go, Kent. Let it go. You get a story and you get a job. You're either clairvoyant or the luckiest guesser alive. Either way, I can use you. But if you miss out, well...
4: This way, Mr. Kent. Thank you,
5: Miss Smith.
0: nice of you to show me around.
4: Pretty lucky, I'll say hundred good newspaper men walking the streets, and you step right into a job. Well,
0: I say, I am lucky.
4: You wait in here. It's the ante room of the cashier's office. Well,
0: I really don't need an advance. Oh, I...
4: playboy in disguise, eh? Wait here.
0: Oh, what a rotten night.
4: Don't fall out that window. It's 20 stories down.
0: Beautiful view, even in the fog. You wait
4: right here till I get your money. Then I'll introduce you to a few real newspaper men.
0: Planes grounded. 2,000 miles to go. Sorry, Miss Smith. I'm afraid I can't wait. Clark Kent may need a plane, but Superman doesn't. Up with a window. And out.
4: And I hope I didn't keep you waiting to.
5: What? Miss Smith! Miss what Smith! Oh, what's wrong?
4: That man! Did he go out, that Clark Kent? Nobody
3: went through the city room. No. He
4: didn't go out? Well, I left him right here, the, the window. Oh! The open window! He went through it, and it's 20 stories down!
2: I need right to out of the window!
1: Out the open window, 20 stories above the ground. In the wink of an eye, Clark Kent, cub reporter for the Daily Planet, becomes Superman, eagle of the sky, winging his way west over city and plain, river and mountain, through the storm-swept night. But will he be in time? Can he checkmate the strange figure called the wolf, discover the plot, save the silver clipper, roaring toward Denver at 90 miles an hour? And remember, don't miss the next installment...